All right, and welcome to another episode of Perspective in Pokemon. I am very excited to have Cool Squirtle Gaming here on the channel. Man, I'm just so happy that we were able to finally uh, make this work because it's been it's been a couple weeks, couple few weeks in the making, and so glad to have you on today. Yeah, man, I, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, you're working with my schedule. I I'm a very busy guy. I I got two jobs, so. <laughs> And and yeah. this, yeah, man, I, I totally get it. But for those who don't know who you are, can you give like a brief, you know, 30, 60 second intro, like of who you are, what you're up to. Yeah, so a lot of people, if they tune into this, they're not gonna really recognize like who's this guy because yeah. when I do, <laughs> when I do the videos, um, you know, it's just like that, just the uh, elite trainer boxes. Not a not no face cam, um, but basically I'm a PokeTuber. Is that you know the, the point of reference that people use? I've been making content now for almost exactly a year, um, just focusing mostly on Pokemon trading card game. I have done some small like Dragon Ball Super stuff, but uh, I couldn't really see myself doing both at the same time. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That that's kind of a lot. <laughs> Plus finding so, and, packs yeah. and cards. Oh yeah, for sure. Like even Dragon Ball Super is hard to find right now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it is it is funny to note that yes, this is my first time ever seeing your face. <laughs> yep. So for a lot of people it would probably be the same. And this is my overall third time. Where I've done like a physical appearance. Well, I feel very privileged that you'll show your face on this on this on this uh, show. Yeah, not a problem, man. I, I've seen your podcast, um, video podcast, your vlog. Um, I've been really, you know, following your journey, and a lot of that started with um, Omash. I remember watching mm -hmm. that podcast, and I was like, uh, one. I was very much into watching Omash. And then I was like, who's this other guy? So I started following you more. And I've seen you interviewing different people, which is, you know, I appreciate you doing that, that you're not just, you know, Pokemon, trading card game. You've done art. You've done people who've done investing and, you know, collecting in different formats. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's kind of the, I guess, the reason why it's perspective and Pokemon. Like, I don't want it to just be, you know, I mean, I, I appreciate the, the trading card game. I appreciate the collecting side, but I want to bring multiple perspectives, not even just the, the card, just on Pokemon. But like you said, I've had people come in with investing. I've had people talk about, you know, mental health. Like, I, I want it to be something that, while it's going to center around more of the uh, the collectible side, being able to bring other, other perspectives and point of views. Yeah. And so I would highly, you know, Encourage people to view those um, previous vlogs. It's been entertaining. Uh, even like I said, yeah, the ones that you do with your family, it's always good to see. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. But going back to you, so I'm curious, how did you first get into Pokemon? Well, I first started with the anime, right? I was probably like nine years old when it first came out. 
um, nine or ten, around that time. Um, and I wasn't even like aware of it. I was living um, in a home, and another kid in that same apartment was like trying to get home so fast from school. And I'm like, why are you in such in a hurry? Uh-huh. And he's like, come over and I'll show you what I'm what I'm trying to see. And I'll be honest, I grew up watching Looney Tunes and like Spider-Man, X-Men. Mm-hmm. I never really watched an anime. And so Pokemon was my first anime. So we watched the first episode with like the first ever, you know, English Pokemon episode, and I was hooked, you know, uh-huh. watching, uh, which of course we didn't know at the time, but Ho-Oh flying over, you know, that, that relationship with Pikachu and just like wanting to know more. And so, you know, it'd be like every week going out and just like a whole group of us watching Pokemon. Um, and then I wasn't aware of like Pokemon cards or even the games. When I moved to Puerto Rico, because uh, that's where I was, you know, was born. But when I went back, um, that's when like the boom hit. Mm. I was there '99, and that was the games, the the cards, everything. And so, um, me and my friends, we would go out to local game shops, buy packs, trade base sets. Um, I was gifted a Game Boy with Pokemon Blue. So that's why yes. I picked Squirtle. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and since, like I said, I've been, I've been hooked on mostly the games, I'll be honest. The enemies after, I, I want to say it was like Indigo. Okay, what you're saying though, um, Indigo League. Yeah, Indo League. So, Indigo League was like the last episodes that I remember watching as a kid. I really got hooked into the trading card game. Um, I was doing battles, but I was also collecting, you know, and then playing the game, like figuring out this whole Mincingo situation and how to get a hundred master balls and a hundred rare candies. Um, yes. And then losing the file. <laughs> oh man! But it was it was I was hooked, you know. And I would say I was in and out of the anime. Um, I moved back to the states in two thousand, and a lot of my collection stayed at my grandmother's house in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. and so. I, you know, given the circumstances in my life at the time, I wasn't able to collect the way I used to. And so, you know, that basically complete set, I don't know what happened. I say that it's lost in the the sands of Puerto Rico, basically. <laughs> um, but I came back and I will say that the one thing that has been consistent has been like the games 
you know, because it's hard to, you know, for me, right, go to my parents and say, hey, buy me packs on a consistent basis when it was like four bucks each, right, mm -hmm. or more. <laughs> um, but they could gift me for Christmas or my birthday one game, one system, and that's it, you know. So I, for, I want to say not that long, like five years, six years, I wasn't really doing collecting. Um, the last set I was able to sort of collect a little bit was like Neo Genesis, Neo Discovery. Mm -hmm. um, and then I sort of just focused on the games, you know, uh, doing linked battles with those link cables, trading, going out to try to get the, like the mythical Pokemon, things like that. Um, and so that's where I sort of focused my attention for a little bit. And then I think it was around 2006, 2007, um, I was working. I was working at actually the Toys R Us I was working at Toys R Us. Yeah. <laughs> the um, Nintendo Wii came out. That thing was just off the shelves. We couldn't keep it in stock. And um, I forget the game. Oh, Pokemon Diamond. Yep, Pokemon mm -hmm. Diamond and Pearl came out during that time. And so... Um, I used to work in the video game section, which was, to be honest, when you work at Toys R Us, that's where you want to work. And so I don't know how, but I was able to get there. And I used to get a lot of like, you know, uh, <laughs> jealousy from people because they're like, how did you end up there? But, but a lot of it was because I was into video games. I knew how to talk to people. I know how to sell things. And so I was in that very unique position where um, I was able to, you know, play the game and then start collecting again. I went pretty, um, no, I would say pretty ham at that time where I was just buying packs and I had discount, right? Toys R Us discount. Wow. And I... <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, I was I was basically buying a lot of the EX series. So, you know, 2006, 2007, 2005, um, Diamond Pearl sets sort of coming out. And then that was basically the last set that I was able to collect, Diamond and Pearl. Um, at that time, um, I had my daughter. She was born. And so a lot of the money that I was spending on, you know, building decks, going out to tournaments and playing the games and buying packs, just, I just had to stop. You know, I had to yeah. refocus uh, on parenting. <laughs> so um, I didn't want to lose what I collected. So I put everything away and basically 
uh, I kept playing the games. Like I said, Pokemon games. Um, I was in college when Black and White came out. So I really didn't play that much Black and White. Um, just because of, you know, all the school work and stuff like that. But after that, like, what, XY, Sun and Moon, of course, Sword and Shield. I really got into it, you know, shiny hunting and all that stuff. Of course, Pokemon Go, when that came out, <laughs> um, it was probably one of the best way to connect with people at that time, too, because you used to go and um, you know, I remember, like, going to parks and people were like, hey, Vaporeon is down there. Let's go, let's go chase it down. And um, so I, I've always had the connection with Pokemon since, since I was a kid. That's awesome. And so, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you've had to take, you know, little breaks, obviously, you know, like you said, with your daughter, you know, priority shift. Uh, but essentially, I, I like just from from hearing your your background, your story, it's like you're, you've kind of been almost like one of the OGs, one of the consistent people, more or less, you know, throughout the years, which is actually really cool. Like you don't meet a lot of people who have really been in it for like almost the whole time. That That's I think that gives you a kind of a unique perspective on on the collection on the on the cards because you've kind of seen the, the evolution of a Pokemon. Yeah, you know, and I introduced, you know, younger cousins and helped them with their sets. And like I said, just the overall arc, being able to go into tournaments and having that connection. I think that was something that I really, really enjoyed a lot. And I wish that I had continued, but again, you know, I, I did have responsibilities that I needed to just focus mm -hmm. on. Of course. So I'm curious, so what made you want to start your YouTube channel? So I think same thing for possibly a whole bunch of us is, so at the time, um, you know, Sword and Shield, I was playing it heavily. And then, you know, we, we got into the circumstances that we are now, right, the pandemic. And I went from working, you know, in an office to working at home. And, you know, it was adjustment. I, I wasn't interacting with people the way I used to. I'm a very social person. And I was looking for some type of medium. And I've always had that connection with Pokemon, right? being able to connect with people, play with people, do things with people. And I, um, uh, in March, when, you know, last year, when I first started, I did some spring cleaning, just you had a free more time. And I honestly forgot like what I had in my collection. Cause I, I like, I put it away and I never really looked at it. I just like stored it away. 13, 14 years later, I I found one binder and I knew I had more. So I had to like figure out where I kept them. And it was like a little treasure hunt. <laughs> um, but when I was able to find them, you know, coming from as a player, as a collector, 
I knew that these cards had value. Like, I used to have those old school, like, Beckett Players Guide. Uh-huh. When I used to go to, like, different tournaments and things like that and make trades or if I sell cards. Like, I knew the value of the card. So if I traded with somebody, I'm not going to trade my base Squirtle for some Hoppet. Like, I know my card has value. Um, so I was curious. I was like, these cards have to have value. And it's not to say that I was looking to sell them because I haven't sold. I, I'll say I sold some. And I'm not trying to say that that's what I'm about. I, I've done that because I've seen what that could bring to me, basically, and my family. But I just wanted to, like, know, like, what do these things look like nowadays? Are people still collecting the way that uh-huh. I would hope that they are? And so I wasn't big on YouTube, I'll be honest. Like, I watch things here and there with the kids. Um, my wife enjoyed more YouTube than I did at the time. Um, and so I uh, just looked up Pokemon trading card game. And the first person that popped up was Real Breaking Name. And I'm like, here's this. Well, to me, he looks like a kid, right? But I'm like, <laughs> let me see what it's about. Um, he's probably the same age as me, but, you know, he, he looks younger and whatnot. Um, you know, that, that marriage life is different. <laughs> um, so I started watching his videos. And, you know, this is when Henry Fates, right? You had the beginning of Sword and Shield. Um, a lot of Cosmic Eclipse. That that set, when I was seeing people open packs on Cosmic Eclipse, I was like, oh, I need to get into this again. I needed to. Not see, like, not even Hidden Fates. Like, Hidden Fates was nice, but I couldn't really find it. And so I was like, Cosmic Eclipse I can find. Because I remember seeing them in stores, but never really buying them. And so I was like, all right, I want to get back into it. Um, where where do I go? And so, I there's a place here where I live, um, a store called Boomus, and I've been there plenty of times for video games. They sell video games that are very good quality, value, and all that stuff. And but I also knew that they sell like different things. So I went into the store one day just to see what they had. And the first thing I noticed was an elite trainer box for Shining Legends. I've never heard of an elite trainer box because we never had that. Uh-huh. We, we had maybe like theme decks and little things here and there, but not, and you know, this box that's so nice looking. And so I bought it. I bought some Cosmic Eclipse. Um, and I wanted to like show my friends, like if I pulled something very nice, I wanted someone to see it. Mm -hmm. Right. Especially in this pandemic situation, it's not like I can invite people over and 
just like yeah. have fun with them. So I said, let me record it. I was never planning to upload it. It was more like to show later. Because I never, I think we didn't know how long this was going to last. You know, I thought I was going to go back to work in person, mm -hmm. like a, two weeks later. Because that's what I said. Everybody stay home for two weeks. We'll figure this out. Yeah. Maybe you can come back. Here we are a year later. Um, so I had recorded it. I was, I was back as a kid. I was like, I, I need to collect more and more. And I just, I just saw how much fun people were having. You know, at that point, I was watching Real Breaking Nate. I watched um, Leon Hart. I was watching Unlist the Leaf. I was watching Omash, um, TCG Funhouse. And I'm not saying these names just to say them. I think this is where I was sort of getting myself hooked into, right? These are the people that I used to watch. Plus, a lot of people who, who were sort of starting into the, you know, realm of collecting, like Agile Fox and, um, you know, camera po Cameraman Pokemon. Um, I know he's got a family. He's been sort of doing that. But those are sort of the first few people that I remember started watching with. And I'm like, I, I want to have that interaction. I want to be able to do that socially. Mm -hmm. And so I just said, let me, let me just put the videos out there and see how they do and um, go from there. That's awesome. You know, it's, it's so interesting how, and maybe we'll get into this in, in a little bit later, uh, but just how Pokemon in and of itself, like the, it, there's so many, I guess, applications for it, or, or rather it can lead to so many different things, like leading to, you know, meeting new people, leading to, you know, helping people get through a pandemic, you know, stay at home orders and whatnot. Like, like at the end of the day, it might just be, you know, shiny cardboard, but that shiny cardboard, you know, led to, you know, you started a YouTube channel where you got, where now you've got to meet a few different people, led to this, this, us being able to meet today. I mean, at least it leads to so many cool things that I think people looking on the outside in, like, don't necessarily always see, but it's just so cool to me that Pokemon can be an avenue to so many different things in life. Yeah, for sure, man. I think one of the things that I first recognized um, from the Pokemon community, and not just like the trading card game, but like those who do like Nozlocke and the streams for the games and whatnot, was just like how positive people were, especially yeah. in the comments. Again, back then, I know people may have an argument as to where things are now, but back then, it was, it was very positive. And, you know, a lot of people were supporting each other, were encouraging each other. Um, and I think that, you know, a lot of people needed that at that time, right? That social connection, positive connection. And not knowing where, where things were going to be in the future, but it was fun and has been fun completely. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, I do want to point something out because you did say, you mentioned how, you know, today it might not always be the most positive in the comment section, especially when someone is showing, especially when it involves, you know, a new set, someone's showing how many elite trainer boxes they have or that they sold something. And I just want to point something out because you mentioned how part of what got you back into, into things like, yeah, it was the pandemic, like staying home, but you, you know, you were curious about, you know, the value of your cards. You know, you, you, you want to look up, oh, you know, what, what are these worth? You know, these have been around for 15 years whatever. And that led you to, you know, coming back into more collecting, starting your YouTube channel, all that good stuff. And I want to point that out because that's actually very similar to what happened to me. I, I actually got back into Pokemon because I, I was going around to garage sale. I was trying to earn a little extra money. So I was going to like garage sales, finding stuff to flip on eBay, like finding, you know, that one random mug for a dollar that's really worth 30 bucks because it's like from that one tour of, you know, ACDC or whatever, you know, just, just uh, treasure hunting, so to speak. And then one day I, I saw someone selling Pokemon cards. I was like, man, I wonder what Pokemon's like. What, what, like, if that's if that's worth anything? And so I saw, oh my gosh, like Pokemon cards, like they sell, you know, this card's worth three bucks. This one's worth twenty, and all that good stuff. And so I started selling cards, started selling some packs. Uh, but and long story short, as I started having these cards back in my hand and these packs, it started getting really hard to let them go. <laughs> and so yes. I, I got back into it. And uh, I want to no. point that out real, real, real quick. I just want to point that out because I know so many people, and I, I understand the sentiment. I totally understand. You know, I don't, I don't condone scalping. I don't, you know, I'm not condoning any of that. But so many people are so negative about, oh my gosh, these like resellers, scalpers, and whatever. Like, and okay, you're going to have like people are going to have their own opinions. And while I don't condone that, I'm not. I don't actually even hate them for that either, because I know there is some reseller or someone who maybe is looking for extra money and they're starting to flip Pokemon cards today. And then in six weeks, they're going to be like, i actually want to get back into collecting. <laughs> Cause that's basically what happened to me. I wasn't scalping, but that's basically what happened to me. I, I think that more recently, of course, is this whole idea of gatekeeping, hmm. right? I, don't understand where people feel like they have this capacity to gatekeep a, a game that has been around since 1999. No, actually since 96, right? Because the Japanese oh. version. But where are you in that whole time? Like, I'm not saying I was there from day one. Like, I was there when I could and I enjoyed it. And when I came back into it, um, I knew my limitations. You know what I mean? Like, I could go out and buy base packs. But what is that going to do for me? Mm -hmm. Right? It's only going to limit me as to how much I can collect. And so where some might see a negativity with resellers, I think the idea has always been there's values in these cards, you know? And so, you know, I never touted it. I never said it on my channel and I'm not looking to, but there, there's clear evidence that I have been able to 
you know, make a little bit of, you know, side money basically on on Pokemon cards. And, and part of that is because of the, you know, the, uh, the amount of people coming into it who first start off just possibly buying a pack to resell it. And like you said, noticing either for themselves or for someone who they're with, this is a lot more. And so I think people who are meant to be around are going to continue to be around. And I think those who are just here hoping to basically, I don't know, put the, put the community down, it, they're not going to win. Mm-hmm. I think the community is strong as it is. Um, you know, I, I try to be as positive as I can um, and try to you know, put that out there just because it's, it's, to me, it's just so much more, more work to be negative. Why? Like I can see a, I can see something and I'm like, Ooh, but if I don't like it, I can just stop watching it or whatever. And that's it. It's more work to start watching something and getting all pent up about something. Just move on. Um, but I think collecting, so I think there's four sort of umbrellas to Pokemon trading card game, right? You you have your collectors, you have your players, you definitely have your distributors, like people who are able to sell you the packs and whatnot. Um, and then you have people who are just going to be here for a temporary time. And I think we all can coincide with each other in some capacity. As a collector, I might not buy from someone who's gonna be here in a short time because I might not trust their ability to keep up with the product, right? But someone who's a player, someone who's a distributor, those people I can see myself connecting more with because I can see them you know, building on Pokemon more and more. Um, But we all start from a place that helps us, basically. For me, it was the social connection. I wanted to be, you know, around, when I say around, I mean, like, even virtually, right? Like, being around people who have the same mind frame, who enjoy the same hobbies, who understand the language, um, and just enjoy Pokemon in whatever capacity. If it's a plushie, if it's a game, if it's a movie, anime, the trading card game, I think we all have common ground. We all love Pokemon. I love that. And I I do also want to point out something. Because, I, again, I think a lot of people right now, they're kind of demonizing selling the cards, you know, and this whole, where the market is. 
And again, I, I understand where people are coming from. I have total empathy for, you know, the fact that, you know, there's a dad tonight who can't find cards for, you know, their son and whatnot. But again, like, I, I think people forget that this is just a moment. Like, this is like, yeah, maybe it's maybe it's six months, seven months, eight months, a year, whatever, however long it's going to be that the, that, you know, people can't find cards, that the, that the prices are crazy. But it's just a moment. You know, like you point out earlier, Pokemon's been around for 25 years. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> like, if you're planning on being here for a while, like, this is, this is just a moment. Like, things will get better. Uh, we've already been seeing more stock with battle styles than I think we've seen in a little while. And so I uh, think, like, Pokemon's going to meet the demand. Things are going to normalize or, you know, normalize, whatever that means. And so I, I, I honestly have such an optimistic view of, of Pokemon, like for the future. I, I honestly think like it's going to be even, it's going to be so much better, whether you're, whether you're a player, whether you're a content creator, whether you're a collector, even if you're an investor, like whatever it is that you want to do with Pokemon, I just think the future is going to be like even better than what we've seen in the past. Yeah, I definitely agree, man. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's my little rant. <laughs> uh, so I'm curious, though. So going back to you and your channel, I, I guess what has been uh, uh, the best part so far of having your channel? Um, I would just say, again, being able to sort of make a connection with some people and being able to really, you know... <laughs> make friendships that you know maybe we're not seeing each other physically but i know if i can go into this person's video and watch it and then read the comments i know what people are talking about mm -hmm. right i can see where someone is probably teasing someone and it and it comes from a good place i'm not saying that lately like i said lately there isn't this outright negativity but especially with like us smaller channels, right? I see a lot of positivity, a lot of connection, and and that's what I always wanted for my channel, just to connect with people, show them what um, could be potentially out there. And, and sort of lately, what I've been doing is like reintroducing the idea. Like I get, we all want to open a pack, Believe you me, like even right now, I just want to open a bag, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but it's also about teaching people. Like, if you really want Pokemon cards, if that's the end goal, and especially with the idea of like vintage, you could buy vintage, but if you're looking at grading, you're going to have to understand you're going to be paying a premium, right? So lately, what I've been doing, um, especially with like my channel, but also like on Instagram, is like showing people you can buy cards from like EX series or whatever for a decent price and, and sort of have that nostalgia if that's what you're looking for. 
And so I want, you know, my channel as I continue to develop to be, of course, fun, entertaining, maybe educational, if anybody takes from that. But just overall, a community. Mm -hmm. um, and I, and I, I will say that, you know, I've had the fortunate, you know, um, I don't know how to say the word, but luck, if anything, to, to really connect with people from all different types and, and just be able to interact with them. And not just on my videos. I mean, like in other people's videos, their own videos. And, and part of that is to build, you know, on the community, build, build self-confidence, build on relationships, build on strengthening what's already an amazing community. I love that. And I will say one of the reasons I love, to be honest, I don't watch too many videos anymore just because I do have two kids and I work full time and I got a side, a side gig and I try to make my own videos. So I don't watch a ton of videos here, but once in a blue moon, I will, if I get a chance, it's usually an homage video, maybe a Leonhard video and probably one of your videos is usually what, what I usually get to. But one of the reasons why I, I choose to watch one of your videos is that you, you just have a very just chill, calming, just like, I guess, environment, if that makes sense to your videos, which is something I appreciate. Like, it's just a, a nice, you know, video to turn on if I'm like, some, I'll turn on your video while I'm washing dishes, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's nice to just to like, be able to have that, that uh, yeah, like I said, like environment, virtual environment, you know, to kind of unwind from the day. And so I guess I just want to point that out that, you know, I, I do appreciate that, uh, I guess, I guess what you bring to the community. Well, thank you. Uh, it's always, it's not always easy to hear compliments to be honest, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate it. You know, I think that I, you know, do the, do the way that I do just for my own scene, right? I could be, you know, I don't know how to say this. Like, I see a lot of people just, you know what? I'll say this. I learned from my own mistakes, if anything, mm -hmm. right? So when I first started the channel, I was opening packs. And, one of, of course, the videos were long because I would be opening like 20 packs. And nothing wrong with that. But one of the things I also noticed in, and I started taking into account was one, the length of my videos, right? But also, there, you could, if you were really paying attention at that time, you could start noticing that this, you know, explosion around people buying packs and not being available was going to happen, right? There's, there's a very cynical irony that history repeats itself. This, this is not the first time that this has happened with Pokemon. There's been at least three times that you can look at where you see there's this huge explosion of wanting to collect and 
wanting to open packs, right? Before YouTube, before all that jazz, basically. But if you were around and you were sort of noticing the, the cues, um, especially for my channel, like I said, I started to recognize I need to slow my own pace. I need to just really focus on what I wanted to do, which was to, again, introduce, you know, new products and whatnot and, and have fun with it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and show people that if they had a chance to open this set or that set, that it may not always be the Charizard that you're going to try to go after. You know, I'll be honest. <sighs> Forget which set it was. I think it was Unbroken Bonds. So there's a, so the, the Violet Plume, I want to say is in Unbroken Bonds. And for me, like, I know the card is not going to hold value. Like, I know that. But I wanted to show people there's beauty. There's this artwork. If you really take the time that and, and understand and appreciate that the Pokemon is about that. It's about the artwork. It's about the story that it tells. And, and so I sort of, like, I started slowing my own pace down. Right, recognizing that this boom was going to create issues around collecting packs, but also recognizing that you know it was important for me to have fun and enjoy what I used to enjoy, right? The simple hollows, you know, the reverses. And of course, have fun when you get those GX or VMAX or whatnot. But really take advantage of the fact that you are holding art in your hands. Yeah, I love that. And it's funny you say that. I don't even know if you remember this, but there was a video that uh, that we did on our channel. Gosh, I don't even remember. It might have been like two months ago. At the, I don't I don't remember. I, I can't keep track of time anymore. But... <laughs> But I remember in, in the video, I think I was a little disappointed because we didn't pull a, like a V card or like an ultra rare, or maybe we pulled one. I don't even remember. But I remember you left a comment saying something along the lines of like, it was like an ultra rare is an ultra rare, or like basically saying like, like hey, you still had, like it's still about having fun. And I, re I remember reading the comment, I was like, Oh, like oh my gosh, he's totally right. Like I was totally sucked in, like in during that during that video, I was totally sucked into trying to like pull that really good card, and I forgot to have fun. And like recently, you you were hunting for Hamdum mm -hmm. in Darkness of Blaze, and I may have forgotten to comment. Like we don't always comment on videos, or whatever. But I remember watching that, and I think it was like those mini tints or whatever, uh -huh. and I was rooting for you, man. I was like, I want him to pull the handle. I really do. And it's, you know, lately, right, with your videos, it's about showing your daughters. Okay, there we go. Sorry, man. You're it's good. It's the reception down here. Um, so what I was basically saying is, like, even those videos, right, where you're 
are saying I I I love Hamdum. Like it's not a Charizard or whatever, it's a Hamdum. And just seeing the passion and wanting to pull it, right? And have those moments with your daughter or your wife. I can't remember who was in the video that day. Um, but to me, that's what Pokemon is all about. It's about the next generation. Like I collect knowing that one day my kids will have my collection and who knows how much value will be there. Right. But I'm also teaching them to take care of the cards and, and understand the difference between, you know, different sets and whatnot. And, you know, my son who's nine now, he, he's definitely getting more into it. You know, I don't show my children on, on my camera or anything. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think that that's something that me and my wife had talked about. I always say to her, like, I would like to, like, bring her on or bring the kids on. But I'm trying to, you know, respect those lines for her. Um, but it's about the next generation. It's about showing them that it's not a Charizard. It's not, you know, um, I don't know other card. It could be crazy out there, but some Chinese card. But it's about the fun. It's about the journey. A hundred percent. And that's honestly when you when you made that comment on that one video, like it really it helped shift right help shift my shift my mind because I my mindset because I I realized that oh my gosh, I think my last like for la like at that point, maybe for like the last two or three weeks, I had kind of been more in the mentality of like, oh gotta pull a really good card. And so that, I, again, I appreciate that comment because it helped me shift back. Like, no, this is about having fun. This is about enjoying this with my daughter. This is about just, you know, having a good time and, you know, being able to just provide something fun for hopefully someone to watch. Maybe something uplifting about, because my daughter can be silly sometimes. I put the smile on people's faces. And yeah, definitely. I love how you said about the next generation because this is more on my TikTok, not so much on my YouTube. Although I think I should put more of this content on YouTube. Um, but one of the reasons why I, I love putting out the content, the, the Pokemon content, uh, especially on TikTok, is that, you know, I'll start getting, you know, these 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds, 12-year-olds start following me. And then I'll start, I'll also do a video where I'll talk about like, hey, make sure you're working hard, you know, or like have a great day. You know, these more like uplift, I, I uplifting videos, you might want to call them perspective videos. Mm -hmm. Motivational videos. Yeah, motivational, inspirational, whatever you want to call them. But like because they, they came initially for the Pokemon, but then I add those other things into the mix, I get hit up in my DMs or in the comments saying, oh my gosh, I need to hear that. Like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like, like literally getting hit up by people who don't have who doesn't who don't who does not even know who their father is, and basically saying, like, oh my gosh, I want to be like you when I when I'm a dad. Like Wow. Like, and I don't, I don't say that because like, oh, look at me. I'm like, I'm saying like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, like going back to what we were talking about earlier, how Pokemon can be an avenue to other things. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, like, dude, I totally hundred percent agree with you. Like, it's about like the next generation, man. Like we can, like we can use this to, to build the next generation up. Yeah. Like I, I know where people are coming from with the frustration. 
again, I get it. I think there's a way to, to turn that around potentially if you want to, right? It really takes you who want to do that. But at the end of the day, like I said, it's so much harder to be negative. Like why? And especially when we have very young viewers, right? I, and that's conscious, even in my mind. Like, and there's nothing wrong with people's content. Like, listen, I make it very clear on my con on my video, right? Like, hey, this is for 13 up, whatever. Um, and it's not about language or whether it's appropriate or not. That's not the case. What is the case is are you motivating the next generation to collect? Or are you just like pushing down negativity to the point where someone might say, like, what's the point? Why should I do that? Why should I get myself into something if I'm going to be ridiculed? Mm -hmm. No. You know what I mean? Like, we grew up, and I say we, and I'm hoping that's the same for you, right? Yeah. But we grew up being ridiculed for liking Pokemon and, and collecting. And it never turned me away, whatever. But I think we have to be very cautious about that. That we 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 have a platform and we should be able to encourage those who are watching us who are younger that um the, again that this is about fun that this is about maybe making something for yourself in the future right because if you're collecting let's let's say a gold zashin you pull the gold zashin that's awesome mm -hmm. 10 years from now if you still have that card you are a legend because it, it, it takes a lot of dedication to keep a collection and, and build on a collection. And if people just be putting anyone down for collecting or for trading or selling, it's going to push people away that shouldn't be pushed away. Mm -hmm. I think also definitely you, when, when people start seeing that, when they're new, they assume that, oh, that's just the way it is. Like, oh, that person is showing a video of his ETBs. They must be a scalper. Like, that's just because they're new or they're just, they just got back into it. Because, I, oh, my gosh, I've seen this, again, so much on TikTok, on Instagram, where people yep. start calling each other scalpers for, like, for like buying three ETBs or whatever the case may be. Like, I even call like, a scalper. Like this, right? <laughs> yeah, like showing that. <laughs> Someone's going to see this and go, scalper. oh, you're scalping. Yes. And, and let's be honest, this I, is not my collection. I, uh, I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not trying to put myself out there. My thing is about having fun, right? But I've seen it where people get little things like this and people jump to that conclusion. Why? Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is because they're hearing it every single time that they open a video or they're going on, you know, um, some, like you said, TikTok or whatever, right? That's the first thing they see. 
oh, you're a scalper, you're a scalper, you're a scalper. Just because you have a collection. <laughs> Again, this takes time, a lot of effort. I don't plan on selling what I have anytime soon. My, my selling is mostly around singles and things like that. Um, just because, again, I've been noticing what my collection from 13, 14 years ago is at right now. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's something I've seen a lot where I'm like, and, again, that goes back to the gatekeeping mm-hmm. where people are just like, you're a scalper. How can you have three um, shining, shining Fates premium collections? <laughs> and I'm like, do do people not realize that they can buy boxes of these? Yes, but just for themselves. And that's yes, and that that's it's funny because that's actually I got I got called a scalper a few times on a video, you TikTok video because I'll do like mail day videos, and I'll show you know oh look at this box of whatever that I got, which I've been doing since I started TikTok. Well, basically since I started TikTok, and you know, like a year ago. You know, you put up a video like that and people are like, whoa, that's awesome. Oh, lucky you. Oh, sweet. You know, like you were saying, building each other up. And I do that now and people are like scalper. And it's funny, though, because, again, a year ago, you didn't see that. You didn't see mm-hmm. that at all. And so I've, I've actually asked people like, hey, like, you know, this is actually what this is actually normal for Pokemon, you know, for people to show, hey, look at this box of stuff that I got. Sweet. And then I've asked people like, "Are you new? Like, are you I, like, 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 not trying to be mean, but like, like, legitimately, are you new to the hobby? Because this is normal. This is how Pokemon mm. normally is. You see people, you know, buying a box of ETBs or buying a box of tins or whatever the case, whatever you're buying. And so, I, like, and most times yeah. they, they're like, uh, like most of the time they end up being new or they just don't even respond. <laughs> like I have a I have a running joke with TCG Funhouse. Um, because he'll tell you, like, he's a reseller. Mm-hmm. We all know that. Like, if you if you had known TCG from last year to where he is now, and I don't know, I'm not trying to say anything about anything or anyone. You have to see the growth. If you're just walking into it now and you see him opening a box of ETBs, people are going to automatically say, oh, you're scoffing or you're whatever, yeah. or you're the, you're the problem. <laughs> and I look at him and I and I joke every time that he has like a picture of like oh here's a a box of um uh Urshifu V's that he's gonna open up and I'm like ooh you're gonna you're about to start the wrath again <laughs> because it's true people the trajectory from where it was to where it is today you you do have a lot of people coming into it. And of course, again, the question is, are they coming into it because they want to collect or just add to the negativity? Because it's easy to do that, mm-hmm. right? You, have, you don't know anything about Pokemon and you keep hearing the same themes. You know, this person's bad for scoping, that person's bad for scoping. You join the train, but you don't know anything about Pokemon. Uh-huh. And so, like for me, I I don't let it bother me. I don't. Mm-hmm. I well, it's not like I said I put myself out there either. But I think that I try to when I see it, I try to point it out and be like, "That's not scoping. That's not even 
you know, how do I say? It? That's not even what he's doing or she's doing or whatever about either bringing attention to a certain agenda or whatever, like opening a box or something. It's just entertainment. Mm -hmm. And he's built the platform to get to this point. You could do the same. Watch his videos. Watch anyone's videos. And you could probably get to that same position in your life. And more power to you. But just bringing negativity, just to bring negativity again, it's just... Uh. Yeah. Like, like definitely anyone who's watching listening to this like 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 i was saying before like the, the stock is going to go back up we're going to go back to you know quote unquote normal but what what we definitely need to do at least in, in my opinion i guess people can do whatever they want they don't need to do anything i guess but in my opinion if we want to bring you know more positivity back to the community like we got to start now because just because stock goes back up doesn't mean that people aren't still being secretly negative you know like we got to just put that more goodness that more positivity into the community so that yeah so that these new people and and new whether they're a seven-year-old kid who just got back just got into pokemon for the first time or whether they're you know a 37 year old you know adult getting back into pokemon like we want to make sure that it's a that it's a positive uplifting community because that's what pokemon has been and that's why I think it should continue to be. Oh, for sure, man. I think that, that we need to get back to that place where we just, again, to be very clear, we, we don't live in this, uh, what's the phrase, like this, this candy world, right? Like We all know that there is negativity, but we... When I say we, I mean like content creators should do a better job of like not feeding into it. Mm -hmm. We should be encouraging and supporting those who are um, just trying to make a statement around building the community, making it positive again. And, you know, trying our best not to feed those who just want to bring people down again we don't live in a candy world we know that there is negativity just do better around uh you know keeping things sweet and positive as much as you can and if you can't that's okay like if you get to a point where you are and, and nobody should ever get to this point. But if you get to a point where you're just stressed out and you're dealing with negativity left and right, and I would just tell people all the time, take care of yourself. And I always say that in my videos, right? I always say, take care of yourself. And I say that first because people forget to take care of themselves first. You know, uh, there's a... Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if it's a philosophy or this, this, I'm reading like this article, right? So 
you know how they put you in the airplane and they say, uh, in the event that we go down, you need to uh, basically grab the mask and put it on yourself. Mm-hmm. And we forget to do that. We forget to take care of ourselves first. We think that we need to take care of the other person. And <laughs> it creates this this domino effect. They, I know we're, we're getting off topic, but in the sense of like Pokemon and making the community stronger. I think that you need to take care of yourself. You need to be able to understand that there will be people who are just going to be negative and work around not feeding into it. Look at the people who are being positive towards you and just encourage that, right? Reply to that. If someone's being negative, don't reply to it. I'll be honest. I don't. I don't know. Um, how that feels, to be honest. Just because I try to not let it get in, basically. Mm-hmm. I know. I love that. And as a side note, it's perfectly fine to get off topic. This is perspective and Pokemon, and so we can <laughs> we can talk about pretty much anything off topic all day long. But no, and I think it is on topic, to be honest, because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, Pokemon can be an outlet for people, but obviously there's more to life than Pokemon. And so I'm totally down talking about, you know, you know, you take care of yourself because that is important. Like that's 100%, like I I 100% agree with you. Hey, now we've been going for about an hour now. (laughs) I think I originally said about 30 minutes. No, you're good. Like honestly, I love, dude. I love this conversation. Like, if if like we had unlimited time, I would say let's just talk for like another two hours. But I, I want to make sure you get some sleep. I know you are a dad, and that dad life requires rest. <laughs> I hear you, man. And I so, hear you. But I appreciate it. You know, having this conversation, and um, and I look forward to, you know, again seeing how you continue to progress and, and making those connections and um invite others right into because we all we can all learn from each other and 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 again be able to build the community that we know is possible and get back to a good spot yeah for sure so let's just end some quick rapid fire questions and then i will let you go (laughs) okay okay so if you could have a pack battle with anyone, who would it be with? Um, Real Breaking Nate. Mm. I think he's a cool cat. I think that um, he definitely brings a lot of entertainment to uh, his channel. He's all you know. He's always all about positivity. Um, so maybe sometime in the future, that could happen. Um, who knows? Real breaking eight. If you're listening to this, make it happen. <laughs> Do you have a favorite ice cream flavor? Uh, cookie dough. Cookie dough. Just regular I, cookie I, dough. I, I respect that. <laughs> What's your favorite part about being a dad? Seeing them grow up. Mm. Love you that. You know, it's 
it's crazy even thinking about it sometimes. Like my, I have four kids. So I, my daughter's 14. I have a nine-year-old and then I have twin boys. I hope you five. And it's just crazy how they start off, right? You, you hold them here and how big they get. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a 14 year old yet, but yeah, it's just crazy. You're like, yeah, I, I understand where you, what you're saying. Just enjoy it, man. And it, <laughs> I used to, I used to like tell people, don't tell me, Oh, wait till she gets older. No, 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 no. Just let me enjoy now. Uh -huh. and, oh man. And man, they get, they get, they grow up so quick. Like that, that sounds cliche, but it's, oh, it's like a hundred percent true. <laughs> It's true. My mind. You know, we were yeah. she's going to high school and so it still blows my mind. <laughs> oh man, I don't even want to think about that with my daughter. Okay, moving on. <laughs> hey, uh what's a set that you hope to uh open up on your channel? A set? Um good question, man. If I had to pick one set that I would want to open on my channel, that would be Neo Genesis. Mm. Very or nice actually, it's a tie, sort of. Team Rocket. I want that Dark Blastoise. I want to be able to pull it the same way when I was a kid, pull the Dark Blastoise. That you is the best Blastoise design, hands down. It is a very sweet Blastoise card. Uh, I don't, I, and I haven't bought it. I could buy it <laughs> for that specific reason. I want to pull it. Mm. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> if hey, if when if and when you pull it, dude, I will be like in your corner. Like, oh, it's so pumped for you. <laughs> I would cry, man. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> So then, what what's your favorite card that you currently own? Um, ooh, again, good questions. So, I own it, but I don't have it with me because it's actually getting graded. Mm. So I have a gold star Mew, and I sent it out to get graded. And so, and it, it's with homage. So I am the when I get it back. Is it pretty good condition or is it kind of played? Oh no, no, no. It's again, if it comes back at 10, I'll be crying. But it was it was the minute I pulled it, because I knew what ghost stars were back then, how rare they were. I sleeved it up, put it away. Um so you know, could it have like simple things over time? But whatever grade I get, I'll be honest, I'm going to be happy. Just because how long I've had that card. Um, Mew is one of my favorite Pokemons. Sorry, I told you my eye. Um, it's definitely it's one okay. of my favorite Pokemons. <laughs> <laughs> you understand, man? This grading system <laughs> is getting on my nerves. I've been waiting now. I actually said that I I actually sent that card out in November. So 
I'm waiting. I'm waiting. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. This is real talk, for real. I... The first cards that I sent to get graded or like more modern cards, I just sent it, whatever. I've been wanting to send my other collections, my other gold stars and all that stuff. But you know how hard it's been? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I, can, I can hold them right now and I can see them in a top loader and I'm happy. I want them to be encased, you know, and, and protected and who knows what it looks like in the future. But man, to send them out and wait this long. Like letting go of one of your babies for five months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. You know? And I, 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 I want to send cards more often. It, it just, honestly, for me, it just gets to a point where I'm like, do I really feel comfortable sending these out right now? Do I wait a little bit longer to see maybe there's progress? Look what happened with PSA, mm -hmm. right? I'm like, well, one, when the prices went up, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go crazy on that. But the CGC part, I'm like, man, now I, I'm really like thinking, I'm like, should I start sending more? But again, I don't. I really have a hard time sending my card back. Yeah. Oh, I understand, man. I understand. Hey, last question. What makes you happy? Um, my children, my family, my wife, my children. That's who I consider my family. Um, they, you know, any time that I can spend with them, whatever time it is, even if it's a drive to do some things here and there, that's what makes me happen. Love it, man. Love it. Cool Squirtle Gaming, thank you so much again for being on the channel. Real quick, I guess this is the last question. How can people get in touch with you? I know you have a YouTube channel, you're on Instagram, uh, you're on Twitter. How like let people know how they can how they can uh, get in touch with you. Yeah, so the, the channel of course is Cool Squirtle Gaming on YouTube. It's Cool Squirtle YT on Twitter, just a <laughs> yeah, they had me. Put it down more. Um, and then on Instagram, it's Cool Squirtle Gaming, just like that. All right. Good to know. Go follow this guy. Go watch his videos. Seriously, such a cool guy to, uh, to connect with. So thank you again for being on. Thank you, man.